0: They understand why we're wearing Disney clothes. We're gonna look
1: a little silly today. But... Well, we are. We are um, uh, wearing Disney clothes today because we are celebrating uh, <laughs> Pastor Danielle's birthday. Uh, it's our birthday tomorrow, and uh, as some of you may know, we are just we like Disney just, just little a, bit. Little bit. a little bit, just smidge. just a smidge. So you've got your you got your cup over there. You've got yep. your your spirit jersey. Yep. I got my hoodie.
0: It does feel kind of weird because usually my hair is up in a top knot. You yeah, know, every inch of my life except for this moment. Yeah. So I'm usually wearing these clothes looking a little well, worse so, well, wear. Well, the truth
1: is when you wear these clothes, a lot of times you have something on your head that's a little different. You have, you have, you have many ears on your head.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure do. And,
1: <laughs> and she has only a few pairs. Maybe one, two, or... To, it's the little
0: 200. things, right? Like, if you can't go somewhere and wear ears,
1: you wear them in your kitchen. That's all there is. Is that wrong? <laughs> no. Should I, should I not do that? No. I, and look, I'll blow up my own spot, too, because um, I, uh, many of you know I love to cook. And um, my uh, my apron is oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, uh, it's it a Mickey is? Mouse apron. It so uh, And I'm proud. But anyway, welcome to so the So anyway, next. yeah. I'm sure some of you have already checked out. And you're like, I'm out of mm-hmm. here. These people are weird. Yes, <laughs> we are. Uh, but it's great to have you guys. Thanks for coming and being a part yes. of church. Welcome to church this yes, morning, good no matter morning. where they are. D, it's church. Yes,
0: it is, and it's. I'm thankful for the sun.
1: Oh, hallelujah! How
0: many of us? I hope become, that you're
1: somewhere where there's it's sunny out.
0: Yeah, just you know, just something like that. So when you wake up in the sunshine, like, thank you, Lord, for totally. the sunshine.
1: I'm horrible. I'm yeah. miserable. I'm I am eor to the when it. I'm tigger most of my life, but yes. man, when it's overcast and rainy, I'm like I'm out. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So we just thank you for joining us this morning. My name's Danielle. This is Kyle. And we're just a little part of um, a lot more of people who make up Connect. But we're grateful that you joined us this morning. Uh, we're one week closer, church. Yes, we, we are. We are one week closer. We are coming in on that. Cool. We are gaining ground. And we have, um, I want to say, we had talked about to them about our final CEO. I think there's one last thing that yeah, we're, t- we're intended to. We're just, we're, yeah, we have
1: like little, little thing. Um, and by the end of the week, uh, you know, we're the, all the whole sound system and everything. Yeah. And it's all brand new sound system and uh, and everything else uh, that's going in and um, and I know that sounds great, right? Because next week is final Entry uh, Sunday. It's Sunday before yeah. Easter. Um, but guys, look, we're we're just we are gonna give our our worship team and our uh, all of our teams time to to make sure that we have it all right for when we come back. So it's mm-hmm. gonna it's we are we are on the way. We are closer than ever. We, we you. I'm great. All the furniture's getting moved down there, hopefully, yes, hopefully this, this week. week. Uh, uh, it's the kids' areas are already cleaned and looking fantastic. Yeah. Man, I, if you have kids in this church uh, and you have not seen the new facilities mm-hmm. yet, you're going to love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our, I know Pastor Kevin and Lisa. Um, That did kids already this morning. Just kids at nine thirty. Yeah, amazing. So, look, if you are a guest this morning, please let us know. Um, We'd love to hear your story. Check out Linktree; it has uh, tons of information about um, how to get connected or stuff about us. And we want to we want to know you. You know, we say it all the time, but uh, if you were you were willing, um, you were worthy for Jesus to die for. You're worthy uh, for us to know. We want to really know you. Your story is important to us. So. Let us know. Um, and Dee, you know, one of the things that is really important to us, uh, and, and especially um, as we continue to to be in this situation where we're sure. worshiping in different spots, yeah. is corporate, still corporate worship, yeah. still learning how to worship God in the midst of this. It's one of the things I think that's so beautiful about what we have coming back with a stage in the middle right. and people all the way around. Um, right. It's not just the kind of the cool a cool hip thing to do it was purpose to bring worship yeah. and the word back in the center of community and yeah. and uh worship's important.
0: Yeah. This morning I was listening to um Saints Church uh while I was getting Shout ready. Shout out to Kristen
1: Jairus and Michael and Maria Durso. We yeah. love you guys.
0: And um they're just they're just wonderful people love to them. our hearts personally and to our church and so I was um just kind of centering myself as I was getting ready and uh they there was like a, just a refrain of a song that I heard on there. And I was like, let's just do that this morning. I don't even know the yeah. song yet, um, but it just resonated inside of me. And um, and so let's we're just going to just sing the little refrain. And it's so funny because it, when you are a worshiper, right, yeah. your mindset can sometimes be to lead people. Or if you're used to being in church while worship is happening, you're used to someone leading you. And mm. I think even in this past year, it's been very interesting because... Um, I've had to lead myself to the Lord. Really good. So dude. it's like I always um, talk to people who lead worship. You know, you're not really leading worship. You're leading people to Jesus, and it just happens to be in the in the, yeah, and like in the vehicle of worship at yeah. that moment. But our our goal is never to lead people in worship. Our goal our goal is to lead people to Jesus, and sometimes those people have to be ourselves. Yeah. So that's what we're just going to take. Right. A David minute says, "What gonna...
1: bless bless the Lord on my soul, yeah. right?" And all that is really he has to yeah. say it to himself. Yeah. You know,
2: God of my present God of my future You write my story And you hold it all together God of my present God of my future You write my story hold it all together god of our present and god of our future you write our stories and you hold it all together you are the alpha and the owner And the omega, and you're in the middle, and you hold it all together.
1: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah. Daddy, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There's nothing before you. There's nothing after you. There's nothing more powerful than you. Jesus, there's no name above your name, whether it's cancer or disease or a virus or addiction, Lord God, or depression or poverty, Lord God, or unemployment or, or fear. Lord God, there's nothing greater than the name of Jesus. Your name is above every name. You hold my future, Lord God. You shape me in my present, Lord. There's not one hair on our head that goes, uncounted our name is engraved on the very palm of your hand lord god you carry us and uh, we carry us with your strength you carry us with your love you bless us with your mercy and your grace so today i pray that our hearts may be open to you lord god Father, that you woo us no matter where we are, uh, whether we're on our couch, a chair, a living room, a hospital room, Lord God, whether we're on vacation, whether we're in Florida, whether we're in New Jersey, whether we're across in Pennsylvania, in Delaware, in New York. Father, I pray today that you may move supernaturally and bring unity in, uh, in this house, bring unity in our lives with you and your desire for us. We long for you today. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives, in this church, in our nation, Lord God, in our world, as it is in heaven. In Jesus, we pray these things in your powerful name. Amen. 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 Wow, love that. Love that, love, love, love that, love that. It's very
0: centering, right? Yeah, right? You're like, he's at the beginning, he's at the end, he's in the middle.
1: He holds it all together.
0: He's got this. Yeah.
1: He does. It's a good reminder, I know, because um, you know, in the middle, just in in an honest moment, like um, for 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 me, uh, you know, waiting for the building this long has been yeah. so hard, yeah. And I know it has been for so many people from from a different place, but um, I have to keep that that reminder: is He's got it, He's got it. He He's the God of the present. He's the God of the future. He's weaving everything together for His will. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, and the, the, the truth is is that, you know, a, a building isn't the end-all be-all. Correct. Uh, it's just a portion of what gives us the opportunity to be community. But he gives us opportunity to be community with each other. Yes. And we've had to learn innovative new ways to walk that out. But when God um, started, this, the world was speaking about community and intimacy and loving one another, he never said that it could only happen inside of Correct. particular four walls. He knew that people would have to go to the ends of the earth to maybe love on someone and to maybe give someone else community. And that's what we've been doing. And so it, it, it's just like there's a, we know that we're all excited about it. We know that we're all ready for it. But you know what? God is in the middle of it all. God's in the middle of it all. It's just, that's that's all we need to remember.
1: He's in the middle yeah. of it all. So well, that's what we want to talk about a little bit today, just continuing to to um, really push uh, uh, and respond to God's invitation. You know, we talk a lot, Dee, about God is wooing us,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: the Spirit of God is drawing us, that, right. you know, uh, when w- that old term that we grew up with, you know, I found Jesus. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you know, and the truth is, I know it's cheesy, but Jesus wasn't lost, right? Yeah. We were the lost ones. He, he the, the shepherd, came r- running towards us. Mm-hmm. We responded to that, and that's the yeah. prayer that we have today. You know, God, Jesus is running towards you today. The Father is running towards you today. He's wooing you. The Spirit of God, no matter how close or how far we are away from uh, from the Father today, is is He's wooing you. And uh, our prayer is, is just that uh, you we we start to respond to that. And we're gonna we our hope is that we can help people understand that a little deeper today. Yeah. So um, look, if you brought if you brought your Bible, since you brought your Bible, uh, uh, and I want to ask you to open it with me to, to Nehemiah chapter five. Nehemiah chapter five. Nehemiah is the sixteenth book of the Old Testament, um, and we we started Nehemiah last week, just a little bit talking about it. And you you used uh, if you need a if you need a, a title for today's message, it's uh, from pencil to diamond, right? And the reason why that is is because last week you used a really cool analogy where you were talking about. Um, The the graphite in this pencil. Right. And how you always got it smudged because you're left-handed, right? It's smudged on you.
0: You know it. You know my pain, left-handers. You know it.
1: (laughs) It is true. All the desks are all all right-handed desks. I know. I got it. It's it's true. I understand. Um, But you were saying, which, which was really cool to me, I'm um, having a little bit of a science background that the the graphite in this mm-hmm. uh, You know the cool thing is that the graphite can be used in the pencil itself to be to write letters to and write songs to Right, it, it, right. It, it can it can be used creatively right, right? And, and for good things But that the same graphite that's in this pencil if it's put under different circumstances mm-hmm. can become a diamond
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Scientifically, that's absolutely true. You know uh, it, it takes uh, 1500 degrees Celsius heat, right? That's that's pretty hot, right? And then it takes 150,000 times the normal atmospheric pressure of the earth. Wow. (laughs) And then an extended period of time. So it takes the heat, the pressure and time to, to, to produce, to change the graphite into a diamond. Now, now I know that there's some urban legends out there. I watched some urban legends this week. Urban legends, otherwise known as, uh, as YouTube, um, that can tell you that if you microwave this graphite for three minutes in a microwave, it turns into a diamond. No, it doesn't.
2: No, no, it doesn't. I
1: don't care what they show you. It does not work. It's not true. Right? But what I do love about the truth of that, Dee, is that everything that the, that, that the diamond needs mm-hmm. to be right. formed already exists in inside. The yeah. graphite. Yeah. Right? It just needs different circumstances. And and that's the same thing, guys, with our lives. Everything that we need to walk out this abundant life that Jesus provided for us on the cross, this this deeper walk, this deeper love relationship with God, yeah. this deeper way to, to love people and to love God that we've been talking about, to, to experience uh, this holy life that we've been talking about for the last year. Mm-hmm. It's already inside of us. It's already there. Now, I know, like, my temptation is, like, I just want to get in the microwave, right? Because mm-hmm. I want, to, I just want to get it. Let's just get it done. Yeah. And, and yet, that's not the way that it works. Um, it will take. Sometimes it takes mm-hmm. heat and pressure and yeah. time. But it, everything you need to be everything God created you to be is already inside of you. It just is going to require maybe some different circumstances and that's where discipleship comes in because discipleship helps to nurture those areas deep right. that um that that take the graphite from being a pencil nothing wrong yes. with a pencil right but if you're going to give me a choice between having a handful <laughs> of graphite or a handful of diamonds
2: <laughs> i'm going to choose diamonds
1: right. and and our, our hope today is that as mm-hmm. followers of jesus yeah that there's nothing wrong with graphite yeah but we're, we're hoping that We choose. Yeah, I think I
0: think just as people, we always want to feel as if we are having some sort of forward, positive momentum Mm -hmm. in our life, right? It's just like um, and and as a Christian, that doesn't change. It's not only in the arena um, of who you are as a believer um, or becoming a believer, but it's also just an all. You know, you want to be a better employer. You want to be a better employee. You want to be a better neighbor. You want to be a better friend. You want to be be whatever. And, um, but I, I think that, so this, this for me is one of those things that I have, I only feel like, oh, okay, this day was worth something. If I can go back to it and kind of track its success, even if I have to track some of the times that i it was a loss. Yeah, correct. Because that correct. loss can become Come. A future gain if I if I'm willing to investigate it, right? That's right? And inspect, like, well, why did I do that, or how did I handle that, or that was really terrible. Um, <laughs> I had a couple of those this week, yeah. and you're like, But you, instead of just thank thanking God for His forgiveness, no, correct. Um, it also can sow into your future, and that's something that's been important to me as we've been talking about this. You know, we talk about becoming um, deeper disciples of Christ, but sometimes we're like, how do I know if I am? Right, I'm, I'm listening. I'm 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 sh- trying to show I'm up for church. Up, yeah. I'm showing up a chat room. I'm ch- I'm I'm feeding myself. But like, how do I actually know if I'm actually taking ground not in my exterior actions, but in who I am? Like, yeah, am I becoming um, not just a pure person, but just a more a better reflection of God? And I, that's why today we kind of work towards helping you have some of those markers so that you can actually see, like, wow, God, because, you know, sometimes you just, if you have, like, two bad days in a row, you're like, I don't, I'm definitely not saved.
1: Yes. Right. 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 You, you go right
0: to, I just I have no growth like in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Correct. no, you know, and these are some ways to say, wait, this is where God has taken some ground, and this is how God can take more ground inside of our hearts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if, if, when we start with better, uh, we actually start with who we used to be, and who mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, right. When, when we start, right. when we start with disciple, we start with who he is, yes. and then where we are. That's really And good. those two things are different, right? So yeah. there's no shame in, in that. It's yeah. Because he's saying, I know where you are. Come on, I'll, I'm moving you towards something differently. Yeah. Um. And so you had said about sometimes your losses. Um. As football player, you know, one of the, we always used to say some of the greatest lessons I've ever learned weren't in victories. They were actually in the losses mm-hmm. that we had. Um. And same way, I think in humanity. Um, let's look at this together. In Nehemiah chapter, chapter 5, verse 14, says this. Moreover, from the time that I was appointed, Nehemiah was appointed to be their governor in the land of Judah. From the 20th year until the uh, 32nd year of King Artaxerxes, Ar- 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 12 years, neither I nor my brothers ate the governor's provisions. But the former governors who were before me laid burdens on the people and took from them bread and wine besides 40 shekels of silver. Yes, even their servants bore rule over people, but I did not do so out of reverence for God. Indeed, I also continued this work on, this, on the wall. Yes. Indeed, last week we started um, talking about how as a church, uh, God is really inviting us both corporately mm-hmm. and individually to be a part of repairing, restoring, and building anew. Uh, lives, yeah. Uh, our lives, the lives of people around us, lives in our family, our yeah. neighborhood, our marketplace, and uh, today you you we want to start by actually continuing that, talking yeah. about putting some more feet on that for people. Yeah. Um.
0: You know, it's funny. I I and I'm gonna actually, if I could grab your iPad for a second to yeah, read sure. that last part of the scripture. Um. So, you know, I I I have I have realized in my life that I have gotten a lot of I've gotten it wrong many times sometimes more often than not about how who God is and how God sounds based upon my incorrect reading
2: my oh, two, yeah, yeah, the yeah, tone yeah, yeah. in which yeah, I read yeah.
0: things right so if you if 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 you and 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 like to do it out loud is going to sound like a joke but um it's so he was talking about how before the governors and such that came before him. Right. You know, that sometimes that basically what they had to provide was a burden. It had been a burden yes. that they laid on the people, right? So I'm trying to see, um, so the so you, so the former governors were doing this, but if you want to read it poorly, it sounds like this. It sounds like but the former governors yeah, yeah, yeah. who were before me, they laid burdens on the people. Um, but I did not do so because of the fear of God. Indeed, I also continued the work on
2: the wall. Yeah. Aren't I good? Aren't I
0: awesome? <laughs> now, right now, you would never read that out loud and actually not laugh at the end of it. Right, right, right. But right, sometimes right. in our life, like, well, I didn't do that.
1: Yeah, good to.
0: Well, at least I didn't do that. I'm over here trying to live for the Lord.
1: For the Lord. For the
0: Lord. Like, the, like that's kind of the swag that we have. Yeah, but true. But we know in that scripture that God was utilizing Nehemiah as a man of God, to set an example for the people and for us. So even the approach of the tone of what we were reading can teach us something if we read it with that right tone, right? So, so when I was reading it, I was talking about, like you know, that, um, yes, people in the past did eat food um, that had been provided by the people and everything. Um, but then he says this, and this is a different translation, the same verse, verse 15, he said, but out of reverence for God, I did not act like that. Like, in other words, there but for the grace of God, yeah. though I. It was, but out of reverence for God. But due to the fact that I had great reverence and fear for God, I didn't do that. I didn't act like that. Instead, I devoted myself to work on this wall. And really good. it's very sobering, right, to realize what had to change him from acting like all of the other uh, governors that had come before him leadership that had come before him. So when we were talking about um, last week we talked about uh, Finding yourself church in where you really flow um, to, to you you might it's, it might seem naturally, but it's truly supernatural We talked about in the book of Nehemiah how we could look and there was three things that people did they either had to uh, repair the wall they had to um, restore the wall or they had to build the wall anew. There were some portions that were built brand new. There were some portions that just needed a little bit of a fix, yep. a little bit of a repair. And there were some places that the wall wasn't totally gone and the wall wasn't totally there. And it required repair. And we were talking about how as we continue to birth the way that church is going to look like, our, our, our passion is for you to be able to be, even on Sundays, inside the walls of the church and gathering with each other and being able to tend to each other because that's how Jesus will love other people through us, right? And so someone's sharing their situation with you and you might notice something and you might say, oh, I have something to add to that. And that might be you helping someone fix a little bit of something that's maybe broken in the way that they think or the way that they feel about themselves or the way that they view God. Or there might be something brand new. You might be sitting across from somebody who isn't even a believer yet and they just say, you know, I just came in, saw the building, I came out to TKC, they invited me and here I am. And you might find something really stirring in you to help build something anew, yes. really contribute to someone that's just a new believer or someone who really wants to have a new depth of, of, uh, of their, as, a, as, a, as a believer. Or you might be the type of person that is better at kind of a one-on-one, like a long haul, helping people walk through stages of restoration. So we talked about all that last week. And if you didn't uh, get a chance, I would definitely go on one of these platforms and listen back to that because the last three weeks are very much interconnected. But I was talking about um, the fact that we have three arenas of life. We have our personal life, which is just like my interior relationship with myself. Right. We have our private life, which is our relationship with the us, the people that you would consider your us, your tribe. And then we have a consider and then we have a relationship with the public, which you would consider them. So you say your workplace, you know, then you might not keep them as close to you as this is one of us, but that might be one of them. But you're still present in all three of those relationships. Yep. You're present in your relationship with yourself. You're present in your relationship with your tribe, your us. And you're present in your relationship with them. And sometimes we're like, I don't know, am I, like, making any headway for Jesus in these arenas of my life? And so the thing that I wanted to highlight to you today are three things that can kind of help you and do that self-investigation, right? Because it's one thing when someone comes up to me and is like, you're not doing that well. <laughs> right,
2: right,
1: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but it's it's something else when, when God has space inside of us to talk to us. Sometimes we don't know where to start. That's what I was saying at the beginning of this. Like, I want to become... stronger disciple and a stronger believer but like how do i do that self-investigation when an actual situation is in front of us and um i wanted to talk specifically about within the within the um, atmosphere of nehemiah 4 5 and 6 it's definitely in the atmosphere of opposition yes so it's opposition oftentimes that gives us the excuse to not tend to our growth as a disciple as well as we think we should because after all I'm dealing with all of this external pressure so I thought it was important that we actually look at a time when a believer was in the yep. midst of that external pressure of that opposition and still see what they were investigating what we can look to investigate in ourselves and what God changed and the first thing and I was talking to our team about this teachers because this is great for us to start really doing with ourselves, but it's also great um, to start doing within our community. Because again, you're like, oh, I want to be a good listener. I want to actually have something to contribute, but like, what am I actually listening for? And sometimes the first thing, so the first thing I wanted to say to you is this, it's the what, what do I want to convey or do? So in an atmosphere of opposition, the first question to ask ourselves is what do I want to convey or what do I want to do? And then I'm just actually going to give you these three, and then we're going to see how they get, like, how God may check us and go, okay, the second thing is, why do I want to convey that? Or why do I want to do that?
1: Yeah.
0: Again, it's in the face of opposition. Um, and then finally, how do I plan on conveying that? Or how do I plan on doing that? All right, so these are very three reasonable questions that we actually are processing in our mind all yes, of the correct. time. Again, think about if you have a tension with a person and you're thinking about, addressing it you're already processing the what the why and the how you might not be doing that as it's aligned with jesus
2: right correct right because
0: i want them to know what they did right
2: correct, Exactly. <laughs> okay them to feel. But,
0: but we have to be honest with ourselves church yeah. that's the thing that i don't think people realize that you can be honest and say because they hurt me because it has changed me as a person yes, correct. and i want to go back to being who i was and i don't feel like i can until we have this talked through or whatever it is and so those are three things that we should start looking at in ourselves. And then the next question is to align those questions with God's answer. Yeah. So when we said what do we want to convey or what do we want to do, the first thing we have to ask ourselves is what was this what's the spirit's action? What action in what you convey or what you do does he have for you to take? Because there's probably even if it's the act of, of um of abstaining, it's an action. Yep. But what does the Spirit's action, what does he want you to be doing? And then we said, why do I want to do something or why do I want to convey it? The thing that we should then align ourselves with is the Spirit's intention. What is the Spirit's intention for us to do in that moment of opposition? We know now we're clear on what we, why we wanted to do something, but why does he want you to do it? Because my why might yeah, be to, to clear the air and yep. his why might be for the ultimate opportunity for reconciliation. The why, so that when you come through this, Danielle, you are reflecting more of me than you're of yourself. And that might choose then how I wow. do something yep. differently. So then we're in touch with how, how we want to convey something or how we want to do something, but then our question is, what's the Spirit's tone? And that's why I was saying it's so interesting how we end up reading Scripture. Because we read it oh, with tone. a tone that comes that's generated from our soul. Yeah. But we have to walk through this life with being motivated by the tone of the spirit and so this is the thing that so when i read that scripture to you we can see these three things just in this one situation that nehemiah found himself in so when he says this but out of reverence for god we see his intention right then and there we see his intention what his intention was going to be to let dictate the rest of what he did Yes. It was going to be God's intention, yes. not his intention. Because I am sure Nehemiah had one way to deal with these 100%. people. hundred percent. And God had a different way yeah, to yeah, take totally. it.
1: He's still a man. He's still a man. Exactly. He's still, yeah, absolutely He's still a human right. being. Yeah, yeah. totally right.
0: Out of reverence for God, which is the intention, I did not act like that. So then we see God's action coming into play. How God intended for him to act and not act became possible because he was yielded to God's intention. Yep. I did not act like that. And instead, it says, I devoted myself to the work of this wall. And if you read that, the tone is different in yeah. church. The tone is different. He had to choose to devote himself. He had to he had to choose yes. to to turn his purpose towards the thing of God. Intention. Intention. And so we and when we looked in um the next chapter, even I'm gonna give this over to Kay now, is that we look in the next chapter and the opposition is taunting him and taunting him and taunting him. And it says that four times he comes back with the same yeah. lack of response. Correct. And then the fifth time he bas- they list all of these things and you know what it feels like when you're under accusation and you and it's a false a false like, oh, yeah, totally. attack of something and he said none of what you're saying is actually happening.
1: Yeah.
0: That was it. I can come up with an entire, like, proof, correct, all correct, the receipts correct, that correct. say that prove that this is wrong. But it would have, in that scenario, been a distraction to him devoting himself to the work of the wall.
2: Yeah.
0: that is a That is a mantle that is sometimes hard to wear. And that's why I said sometimes abstaining from something is actually God's action for us to take. Because Absolutely. he didn't let his face be turned for too long in the direction of his opposition. And the greatest thing that that affected me in reading this, that this has given me a lot to, to grapple with, is that he said, "Out of reverence for the mm. Lord, I cannot tell you how many times my reasoning is to make something that I believe wrong right." Well, wow. if you have like a very strong sense of justice, or even if you have like a, a spiritual gift of that of that of that yes. justice, right, it is really hard to tame that, and you can still plaster God's name all over that. Because it can then give you can feel like you have permission to, and you're justified to do something, but the something is always to revere the Lord. So when we have opposition with someone in that situation, so many times my my purpose has been to voice, to find my voice, because that was something that I I had to really overcome. Say the words, Danielle. Say what was wrong. Say what was wrong. Say what is right. And, and when you have that, sometimes then that becomes your anthem. Right, and correct, that's what I'm correct, having reverence correct. for. I'm having reverence for my right. I'm having reverence for my voice. I'm having reverence for what's right in this situation. And it's easy to forget, like, no, I, I'm supposed to have reverence for the Lord. And then he's going to tell me when to speak, just like he did with Nehemiah. And he's going to tell me when to be quiet. And he's going to tell me when to work and when to respond. And he's going to tell me the tone in which I am to respond, even to opposition.
1: So good. Uh, you 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 and I love uh, and you, you more you got me in, in love with the, this, but uh, we, we we watch a lot and listen to a lot of kind of um, real crime stories and 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 documentaries. And, and, documentaries. and uh, it, it, there's always two two things that uh, jump out at me many times when the uh, victims of uh, the victim statement, right? Yeah. And uh, especially if a child a child of, of uh, has been murdered, and there's you know, one side that usually stands up and says, I want them, yes. you know, something's been yes. taken from me. I don't want them to ever see the outside. Yes. I lost. I'm, I'm going to be in right. prison the rest of my life because you took something from me. Right. I want you to feel that same thing. But then there's the other. And, and we had one of these the other day where uh, the mom was saying that's what she would have wanted. However, the daughter
2: yeah.
1: would have wanted that person to be forgiven. Yes. So because the daughter who was taken from her would have wanted something to forgive it, I'm going to forgive you. And there's just a, there's just something that happens in that room at that time when, yes. you, when you say, I know the right that I have. I know the feeling yeah. that I have. I know why I want to bring it. Something yeah. was taken from me. Like you said, your voice was taken from you early mm-hmm. on as a child. You felt very voiceless. Right. Now as you've grown and matured, you've like, I've found my voice. I'm going right. to use my voice. Mm-hmm. But then it's still working within. Yeah, but the submission mm-hmm. to what the Father wants, the submission to the will. And I think this is where we wrestle with the most, yeah. I mean, I, I really do. I think I think the the, the, the the down deeper intention, the motive of our heart, mm-hmm. the being willing to wrestle out with that, the how, the why, the what, in the mm-hmm. midst of it all, um, because a lot of times we're just looking at, all right, what do I have to do? Or what what does the Bible say what I should do, right? What does the Bible say it should do? And, and you and I are raised that way, right? Mm-hmm. What's the Bible say I should do? And yet... Jesus concentrates so much on the heart issues. Of Which you'll
0: never contradict. No, what it never. Correct. Ever. It's just that you know it's it's not it's not so clean sometimes. Correct. He sometimes wants that investigation to be happening before you then do. What is right in the sight of the Lord. Because 100%. he wants to be close to you as you're doing it. And if we do it from a different place, it creates space. Space. And that's his ultimate goal is intimacy. Not right, not you do you did it right, but you didn't do it with me.
1: Yeah, well, we were talking about that this week with our team. It was just about like, you know, Jesus talks about in Matthew 22 about... You know, you tied everything, oh, right? Yeah, right? Even down Those to the spices. mint, your spices, yeah. right? You got yeah. your spice rack going there, and you even tied off of that. But you didn't do it with love. You forgot love and compassion. You forgot the reason behind it. It's so, so easy. And he says, it, don't stop doing the one. Just add the other. Like, yeah. there's there's this understanding. And I think a lot of times, if we're honest, mm-hmm. in our discipleship, we've got the checklist going on. D. Like, yeah. I, I, I did, I did, right. I did. And God really wants us to, to investigate. Without without condemnation, without shame, right. investigate the the, the the deeper things of our heart. That you always talk about deep causes deep. There's this deep water, um, not just surface living. There's deep water, um, and that's what God's calling us uh, to a deep water. And um, I I I I love the verse, um, and this has kind of been one of the things that He's spoken to me over over years in Isaiah 28, 9 and 10. That goes so well with what you're talking about. Um, the, the Bible says this. I love it. It says to whom will he teach knowledge and to whom will he explain the message? Those who are weaned from the milk, taken off of the breast, right? Mm-hmm. He says, then it says precept upon precept, precept yeah. upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, yeah. little by little. That's how life is built. That's mm-hmm. how the kingdom is built. That's how a, a deeper walk with God is built. And these are the things that you're talking about in this in, uh, in this thing. You know, I love that he God is saying that there's a, a deeper. He's inviting us to life off. Breast milk, right? He's saying, yeah. "Hey, uh, right. it's, it's it's fine. All of us as toddlers needed that, but there's a lo- there's a life beyond that. Let me mm-hmm. let me help you. And it's not all at once, right? As a yes. child, like Jake didn't go yes. from formula yes. to full blown meals, yeah. right? As a child, you Cereal, you, you start added to add it in and add it in. And as a disciple today, no matter where we are, we're all in a position where God wants to add a little more in. And the the question isn't just in what does what, but to do more." It's actually the why, the what, the how. All of those things are the precepts and the, the line upon line. I think the truth is, babe, as, as we've been pastoring for many years, um, many people have, have, have this really good foundation, right? We, we, just like the wall, there was a good foundation that was started there, and that foundation is in Jesus. Right. It's solid rock, right? He's our chief cornerstone. And that starts when we accept Jesus into our life, and he brings forgiveness, he brings salvation, he brings hope, he mm-hmm. brings the Spirit, he makes us a child of God, he gives us heaven. But that's, that's not the attic, that's the basement, that's the foundation on which we're meant to add line mm-hmm. upon line, precept upon precept, and grow this thing. Um, and that's what, what, what Paul says in Ephesians 2 verse 20, he said, Jesus Christ himself is our cornerstone. He mm-hmm. lays a good foundation, but there's a there it's 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 meant for each stone to be fitted together, yeah. right? To be built into this temple it's of God. It's meant to
0: carry weight. Yes, it's meant to carry
1: it's weight. It's meant to carry weight. And it's I meant think to that carry that's weight. what we're
0: talking about some of the the, the additions of the stones that you're going to be talking about and what I was talking about is um, I think that we want to say that if we just do the right thing all the time, or if we have really good excuses to why we didn't do the right thing, like that's that's the li- right. that's the healthy life of a believer. But it's the word of God that we're hopefully building on. That that's the foundation of then why we take on the responsibility of how did we convey the word and why did we convey the word? Correct. And when did we choose to? T- When did we choose to convey the word? When did we let God say, not right now, this isn't the right time for you to do this, that, and the other thing in life, even though you're being opposed and you wanted it"? like all of those things are under the lordship of God. And that's why, that's, that's what the foundation of the word that you're, that's only supposed, that's only meant to carry the weight. It's
1: exactly right. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that can carry that weight. Right. Right. But, but the, but the, the, the what, the how, and the why really are, essential for the building blocks for repairing restoring and building right right? so if 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 we want to repair restore and rebuild and and build we actually have to get the what the how and the why together so that it's healthy discipleship that we have and healthy discipleship that we're making we're bringing health to the world you and i talk all the time broken people break things right broken people break people Um, sick people make other people sick. It's the way that it works. That's why, you know, we'll never be until we cross over completely healthy, but the more healthy that we can become, the more health we can help establish in the world around us. And so it really is, it's not just what to do. And, And I think in church, we always concentrate on the what, Yeah, sure. the what's, um, and yet it really is the intention and the motives of the heart that become the precept upon precept, the line yeah. upon line, the building blocks um, of life. And that's right. why, um, you know, Solomon says in all of his wisdom in Proverbs 4, 23, guard your heart with all diligence for out of that come all the issues of our life. He's, he's saying that there are some intentions and, and, and motives of our heart that really are natural, right? Naturally that come out of us that aren't healthy for us. That's why we have to guard it and submit it to Jesus so that in that submission like we were just talking about um, I may want to I'm feeling that pain you should feel that pain yeah. yet my master yet my the one who was who died right right he, they wouldn't want it that mm. way they want it this way so i need to submit to that and it's yeah. not just all right i'm submitting white knuckle it's yes. why don't i want to submit Yield. why don't yielding, yielding yes why don't different. i want to exactly right i was saying in forge the other night uh... how good is god the goodness of god is seen in that the promises were there before there was a problem that the bible actually says that god made all the promises, established the promises um... sealed the promises in the land that was slain before the foundation of the earth before adam ever fell Yeah. right so before you want to have a problem god's already like has a solution. He's not trying to invent one on the way. He's got it He's there. not taken
0: off guard either. Like, 100%. oh my gosh, what did they just do? And, and, and
1: you know, the the depth of love that God has for us mm. that he would know yeah. that if he made us, he'd have to die for us, all this stuff, yeah. and yet still choose to do it. It's amazing, the core of his love. But there's this picture in, in, in Leviticus 14D where The uh, he's talking about um, his people living in community together. And he said, look, there's a there there's going to be a time when sickness gets inside the house. It's not outside the house. Sickness gets inside the house. And he said, it doesn't just get inside the house. It actually gets inside the stones in the house. And he said, he said, but don't worry, I have a solution for that. Now, that should be really encouraging to us because we know that there's sickness inside of us. Come on, there, there, there's stuff that gets inside of our stone, inside of our hearts, inside of our lives. And this is, how he, this is what he said, I'm going to send the priest in. And the priest will identify the stones Love that it. have the sickness in them. And, the, and he'll identify the stones that need to be replaced. And then they'll replace them and replaster over them hmm. he'll seal them up so the sickness can't uh, affect them again I love the fact that he doesn't say the priest is going to come in and just plaster over it yes right because that's what we do yes. just whitewash over it we're good right just just hide the stones yes. no one see it yes. I mean after all when people come in they'll see what looks good but God is actually in is 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 concerned with the disease that's behind the plaster the disease that's inside the stones of our life. So he sends the priest in and he identifies the stones that need to come out and he helps seal them up. That's the goodness of God towards you and I. That is not a God of judgment. That is a God of grace. That is a God who cares about the health of everyone, uh, uh, for everyone who is a house and everyone who will live inside this corporate house of us. And I, I think the great news is, babe, like that's what, that's what being a disciple does. Being a disciple, and the more that we get discipled, it's kind of hmm. allows the priest to go, it's that rock, right? It's yep. that stone over there. Okay, yes. no condemnation. Let's yes. get that stone out.
0: I have a crazy... Yeah, yeah, please. I didn't even yep. tell you this. So so I was walking around the house the other day, and I was like, why doesn't it smell like my house in here? You know how, y'all, you, your house has a smell, right? Not, and it's usually that. I shower. It's usually the problem.
2: No, like, <laughs> it really is. For actually.
0: days, I'm like, what is... What is this smell and it wasn't like um rotten or whatever but I was like so one day I came down the stairs and I was like why does it smell like pot in this house Jake no <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that he didn't there. um no but I'm like why does it smell like pot in this house and I'm like but it's kind of like potpourri and pot and it was driving me crazy that I couldn't because I have a nose yeah that
1: Dude, I can't smell Jack nothing. She is like a bloodhound. It, it is right? crazy. Yeah. It
0: is crazy. It is, yeah. So I, I walked. Do you ever
1: need someone found? <laughs> just just give her the. And she'll, absolutely. It truly is. It, no, it's like, crazy. It's, yeah.
0: it's next level, my scent. I don't know what's going on there. but And then I remembered and I was like, I know what this is. And I walked into our family room, and for my birthday, um, Kate got me um, this piece. It's an old piece of furniture, an old piece of furniture that was oh yeah it was it had been outside for a really long time then it was in someone's home and I walked up to it and I'm like it's this piece of furniture. This smell It's in it. It's in it. It's in it. So and it wasn't like old furniture yeah. smell. It was literally like yeah. where it came from smell. Yeah. And so I was like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I'm like I've been I've been thinking about all the different ways to clean it deeper and all this stuff. And at one point I just remember God saying like just take just take that oil. There was
2: mm, the oil, just take on. that
0: oil and work it into the wood.
1: That's the answer.
0: And, I, the answer. I, and I kept saying, because I kept thinking everything I wanted to do, was would it be only like on the surface. Surface, absolutely. Um, and it just—I knew wouldn't it needed to penetrate. Yeah. And it's just kind of like that's exactly yep. right. It's like it's not like it's not going to be there. I think we try so hard to be like it's not me. That's not me. It smells. I me. know. Um, <laughs> it's not me that smells. It's something else. And sometimes it's us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah exactly. Exactly. We're the stone, exactly. You know what
0: right. I mean? But God has already provided
1: yep. His oil. And you made that piece, by the way, beautiful. So right. it, like no one's going to walk by that and go, oh, you know, you look at an old piece yes. broken down out yes. of the barn and you go, of course yes. that's what's smelling. Like, but this is beautiful, right. And yet the, there was still residue. Yes. we have residue. We have
2: residue. And, and
1: like this, this is the grace of God because this is this is what I this is my normal thing, my natural stuff is great. Tell me how to fix the intention of my heart now. Yes. Tell me what I yes. have to do, right? Because yes. now that's like now I'm going to try to figure. I can't figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. I don't know, Danielle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, Why Danielle. Do you me? I don't know. Like, that's that's me. And then I get defensive, and I don't and know like, about you. But I'm telling me. you,
0: what's wrong? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Holy Spirit, thanks. Um, and that, no, it's right. But isn't that? So true. Here's what I'm gonna say. The good so news, true. the grace of our God, <laughs> yeah. is that He sends the priest in. The grace of mm-hmm. our God, he says the priest in, the grace of our God mm-hmm. says this. We talked about it Wednesday night D on a chat room mm-hmm. that he is Yahweh Makedesh. He is yes. the God who makes us holy. Mm-hmm. He makes us holy. Yes, he calls us to be holy, but he says, I know you can't yes, do it. Can't do so it. I'll make you that way. Mm-hmm. Just come and be with me. And there's these amazing gifts of grace that he's given us mm-hmm. to help identify, right? Yes. The stones that have that smell, right? Yes. And, 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 and so often we look at these things and we're either put off by them or scared to, to investigate or see them only through religion. Yeah. And, and there's this beautiful gift of grace of the Holy Spirit that he's placed inside of us. And I realize some of us, may not know what the Holy Spirit is. I know He's part of the Trinity, but the the Bible clearly says, ask and the Holy Spirit will come and fill your life. Yes, He's part of the foundation that came. But there's a relationship that comes. Jesus says in John 16, 7, it's to your advantage I go away Mm. because when I go away, I'll send you a helper, which is crazy in the natural. I'll send you a helper, it's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will convict you. And I think sometimes we go, oh, my gosh, he's going to convict me. Like, yeah. that's bad. But that's not how it is. He convicts me through this still small voice sometimes. And with counsel. With counsel, with wisdom. Yeah, with sometimes it's, it's a loud voice, too, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, stop, yes. right? Oh, I, was, I was saying to the Forge guys the other day, you know, we have to really attune our ear to, to, the, to the voice of the Spirit, which actually takes time to, to, to learn. But men are great hearers. We're Hall of Fame hearers. We're horrible listeners. Right? Nothing. Like, oh, I no, no. Because Danielle, like, I'll be, she'll talk, she's talking to me, and she's like, you're not listening to me. I'm like, yeah, and then like that seven second recall kicks in, and I like go, and she's like, yeah, you weren't listening.
0: Because you like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, wow, <laughs> at the wrong things. Yeah. What? You're not yeah, yeah. here. Huh? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
1: But <laughs> it's true. But
2: true. It,
1: the truth is, like, we have to see the Holy Spirit as this gift of grace.
2: Yeah.
1: As as that conviction inside of us that that sometimes when we go ooh, it's not even what we're do- when uh, we're doing something wrong. Yeah. It's actually that we're it's coming from the wrong place or mm-hmm. it's got the wrong motive attached yeah. to it. And the Holy Spirit is 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 wooing us and that's that's part of it. He shows us where we need that help in the into the. Sometimes it's the what. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the why. Sometimes it's the how. And he speaks. So it's a gift of grace towards. Yeah. It's part of the priest. It's the Word of God is a gift of grace to us. That's part of the priest walking into our home. Why? Because the Word of God identifies certain things mm-hmm. in our in, uh, in our lives. The, the Word of God is, is God's heartbeat. It's his letter of love to us. It's not a rule book. I hate that. It's like it's the rule book. It's the owner's manual. No, it's a love letter. He's showing us. Hebrews 4.12 tells us it does divide the soul the spirit, but it goes even to the intention of our yes. heart. Sometimes we have to let the word not just be what we're supposed to do, but the why we're supposed to do it and let it speak down. Like when Jesus said, you said, the, you were saying earlier about the, uh, uh, how we read scripture. Jesus is on the cross and he's like, Father, Father forgive them, yes. for they know not what yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, that's right, Jesus, yeah. you tell them. And, and because we're on the side of Jesus. No, we're not. We're on the side of them. Yes, Them. Father, forgive them forgive them they don't know what they did they don't know everything yes. they don't know the deep Man. the deep things that broke my heart in this mm-hmm. and when we get that side then it's like well forgiveness becomes something more than just obedience it becomes something uh that's deeper inside of us it cleanses us um as ephesians 5 26 says and that's why guys we need forged and it's why we need shoulder shoulder which we're going to talk more about tonight yeah. but we need discipleship because it's we need to understand the word more And finally let me just give you this i will tell you that the church of jesus christ is a gift of grace Mm. it's a gift of grace to you i'm not just talking about the four walls although that's a gift i'm not just talking about the sunday morning moment we come together the community of faith that we are meant to live in not just universally there's universally and corporately Mm -hmm. together you know there's one of my one of my favorite images of god is in jeremiah 18. Dean you love this and he, he tells Jeremiah to go to the potter's house mm. and he says look at the potter's house on the, and Jeremiah says when I got there the potter was making um, a, a vessel of clay on the potter's wheel and it became messy and it became marred and the potter redid it according to what seemed good to him yeah and I thought about that I love that because I love the verse that we are clay in the potter's hands and i love that concept like that's how much he wants my life to be right is that he's okay he's getting his hands dirty in my life not just on the cross but daily spinning me and moving me and changing me but what he spoke to me is that it's okay to be messy in the house Mm. that the fixing a lot of the fixing happens in the house a lot of it wasn't outside it wasn't in the potter's yard it wasn't in the potter's world it was in the potter's house And that's where a lot of this, when we're in this, God places us in this community of faith. He places us in a community of family. He places us in a community of a neighborhood. He places us in a community of a marketplace. And very often this community of opposition. Sure. Right? Because in these things, it reveals Mm -hmm. the things in us, the the, the what, the why, and the how that are broken. And in the world around us, the what, the why, and the how that are broken.
0: And as long as we keep the why, the what, and the how as part of the very fabric of our relationship with God, then we won't just find ourselves somewhere inside the potter's house. We'll always find ourselves on the wheel.
1: hundred percent. And that, you know, these coffee beans, babe, I, you know, uh, they're, they're great on their own. They smell good. They're very ar- aromatic. But they're semi-useless the way that they are. But when we allow them to get into the hot water, they become something different. They transform into this amazing mm-hmm. drink that is refreshing and people run to and wait in line Maybe. eight hours at Starbucks for. Right? But, but this is where it starts. And this is all that it takes. Is, this is what God has done. He started in your life. He's here no no matter whether you have known him yet or not. He has started. He has formed you to become something and be something in him. That it may take grinding and it may take Mm -hmm. to be in some hot water and it may be taking some different circumstances. But if it will, it will produce something so powerful, a deeper love for God and for people than you've ever known before. Mm -hmm. So today I just want to encourage you. I'm going to invite you. To actually come to Jesus and make that initial step and just like Danielle said it's a it's, it's a matter of being able to say God here I am use me send me I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I, I want to start a foundation but I want to build on it in you as well and that foundation starts when we simply say Jesus here I am I give you my life if that's you today we're gonna pray but would you pray that with me Amen. Just say, dear Lord, Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, here I am today.
0: Here I have come day. to give you
1: all my life.
0: I've come to give you all my life. everything I've got. Everything I've
1: got. I'm holding nothing back. back.
0: I'm holding nothing. I'm asking
1: you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of my life.
0: To be the Lord and Savior. Of
1: Forgive my life. me of all my sin.
0: Forgive me of all my sin.
1: Cleanse me. Cleanse Fill, me. me with your Fill me with your Make Spirit. Make me your child.
0: Make me your child.
1: From this day forward, From this day and, forward forevermore, and
0: forevermore, I choose, I choose to live, to live
1: for, your for your glory. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen. And amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, amen. What a great foundation amen. in Jesus you just laid amen. right now. Amen. Tell them how they can build on it, Dee.
0: Okay, I will. Kyle. Hey! Um, <laughs> Tell them what they've won. Come on down. Oh God,
1: like, I know.
0: I feel like Vanna. Um, <laughs> but you know what? There's people everywhere that understand that decision that you make. Be- you make just made because we've made that decision. Yes. And there's people cheering for you, and heaven is cheering for yep. you. So I just wanted to let you know that today is a day of celebration. Remember the date. And if you would like to know a little bit more about... Um, your next steps with walking with Jesus and becoming that disciple that we've been talking about. We have a book that we'd love to send you for free. It's called The Surprise of Your Life, and it was written by one of our pastors, Pastor Rick Campana. So if you want to send your name and your mailing address to the link provided, we will get one of these out to you this week. Amen.
1: Awesome. Hey, we also want to uh, just take a moment before before we go today to continue worshiping with the giving of our tithes and our offerings to God. and You know, Dee and I say every week, um, we are so thankful for your continued giving. Yeah. It, it enables us yeah. to continue to do so much, uh, not only to, to, to take care of what's going on in the building, but to, to continue to feed people, give books away, uh, be in partnership with Carson One Day One Foundation and Do Thy Kingdom Crumb. Mm-hmm. So thank you. And we have so many more plans. Church, we have so many more plans. Uh, uh, to, 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 to take care of community. You have, I has not seen ears, not heard yet. Come on. What we plan on doing yes. as a church body yes. to continue to bless our, 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 our world. But you know, it requires it, uh, us giving. Um, and you know, there's this great verse in Hebrews chapter 11, this whole verse, uh, this whole chapter of faith that talks about, uh, Noah by faith built the ark.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Noah by faith built the ark. He built it. Uh, without ever knowing what rain right. was, what a boat was. He didn't know the whole plan or picture. He 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 didn't he didn't do it because he loved every animal that was right. gonna come. Probably had some animals on there, didn't care for.
2: Him, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean let's
1: let's be honest. Yeah. I would have left snakes off. I'm just saying, God and I I would have asked for forgiveness later, but snakes would have had to learn how to swim. Um but no, right? He probably built it and not for every animal that he liked. He didn't know the exact time it took sacrifice. Yeah. Um before Uh, And he provided before, just like God did, before Mm -hmm. the problem arose. And I know that in America we're great at responding to crises and problems, but the the house of God, the church of God, faith says, I want to provide before. I want to be a part of building something like an ark that's going to bring change and comfort and hope for people that I love and people maybe that I would not choose. Mm. But in this, I give. So that other people can be saved and changed. That's actually a beautiful picture um, of what church is. So uh, you can give using uh, that Linktree app that's there. Um, thank you, church. and thank you for giving. Uh, it really, it really is. It's making a difference. Yes. Uh, it really is. Yes,
0: it
1: is. Um, Dude, we have a great announcement for tonight.
0: Yeah, so we're if we uh, if you would like to join us, ladies. Sorry, just ladies. Connect, ladies. Um, connect. Ladies. Oh, the
1: connect. No. Ladies. No. Oh, the, no. Okay,
0: yeah. So I'm just gonna keep talking. Um, so if you would like to join us, uh, Kyle and I are gonna come and be with you live tonight at seven p.m. Seven p.m. Um, and we have to send you the link for that meeting. So if you want to request it here somebody's doing something right yeah. now on the on the social <laughs> media the platform, platform that you are that there you're... is a link uh, available <laughs> that yep. there will there will become a link available for this and we'd love for you to join us also uh, we have chat room this week
1: seven o'clock, At seven Wednesday. o'clock on Wednesday talking about the names of God
0: and forged and uh, this week things start moving in yes. to uh, the church so church thank you because I know that you pray. I know that you pray. I know that you lift us up. (laughs) I know that you cover this church. And there are times when we're like, Lord, is anyone praying? And he's like, yes. (laughs) Yes. I have people in the city. I have people in the city already. So thank you for being our people. (laughs) We're so grateful. And we can't wait to see and hear your laughter. I think that the one thing that I'm looking forward to is um, I get super overstimulated again because I have like weird um, sound and smell things. But I I cannot wait to get overwhelmed by the sound of people in the same room. I can't either.
1: <laughs> I can't either.
0: Overstimulated. We I- were in
1: there. I'm just being honest. We were in there the other day, and we had worship on.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus is already there.
1: Church. Jesus is already there. Come on, somebody. Yeah, the
0: peace of God and the joy. I the feel joy. like he's the- going to be like, mm. hi,
1: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to encourage you to be praying for miracles. Be praying yes. for supernatural divine yes, encounters. Yes, yes. Be praying for people who haven't yet been there, your friends yes. and family. Because we're not just doing it so we can come back together and have a place for us. To, this is not, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse's clubhouse. Come on, this, 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 right? This, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, isn't yeah. this is this is the clubhouse for us. This this is a place That's where right. we are believing for the Holy Spirit to move in power and strength, mm-hmm. and uh, the Church of Jesus Christ to arise. So yeah. we, love we love you. I want to so wish much. a happy uh, birthday to my. Favorite girl in the world. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. Love you so much. And we're
0: coming up on Passion Week soon enough. Passion now. Week. We're we'll coming up on uh, Zachy and Julie's wedding anniversary. <laughs> so all the things in our lives, they just keep moving, and it's one step closer. So, church, have a good week. Ladies, we will see you tonight live at mm-hmm. 7 p.m., mm-hmm. and we will pray for
2: forgiveness. For our <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a Bye, great guys. Monday. Bye, guys. love you so much. One week see close, See you soon.